Hello, everybody. Welcome to our community, our mission. Today is April 14th, 2020. For our weekly COVID-19 update at the Topeka Rescue Mission, I'm Barry Feeker, Executive Director here with Marion Crable, Director of Supportive Services, Kim Turley, Director of our Volunteers and Events. Good morning. Good morning. So, wow. Um, <laughs> we're going to be doing updates uh, on what everybody else is doing updates on yeah. uh, in the whole wide world. Um, but uh, we feel like it's very important that uh, listeners understand, supporters of the mission, volunteers of the mission, anybody around the whole wide world understands yes. what is even happening in a homeless shelter in Topeka, mm-hmm. Kansas. And so uh, last week was um, the week that we were talking about Easter, and we hope that everybody had a great, unusual Easter <laughs> uh, last Sunday. And uh, I know that uh, there were many, many services going on all day long yeah. on broadcast television yeah. as well as the internet. So it was really kind of a, a unique, good thing. At the same time, there was a lot of people who missed getting together. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Families in particular. <clears throat> families in particular, right. yeah. You know, when I when I Zoomed my family, you know, so my, my brother and sister-in-law, and it's like, it was just different. It yeah. was just really, really different. Everything's different now, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. The question is, how long is different going to last? Mm. And, and we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we've often said that um, on a good day, a normal day, um, things are challenging at the rescue mission. Mm-hmm. But during this time, it's way more challenging. Oh, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. so we, uh, if you listen to previous broadcasts, you will um, hear um, our updates and different changes that we've been making in a quarantine isolation area. Social distancing is one of the big things that we're attempting to do in a homeless shelter. Just looking at a New York Times article from uh, yesterday, um, the homeless are getting hit in New York now because it's hard to social distance. Uh, Crowded shelters, um, people in homeless camps, those kind of things, uh, it's it's starting to hit the shelter area. We're trying to prevent that here. Um, So we have um, created uh, new sleeping spaces, Children's Palace being one. Um, for our long-term guests, but also we have separated out all of our men's dormitory areas um, to where uh, now um, conference room and uh, day room have become bedrooms. Yes, And exactly. so there's not a lot of space left. <laughs> I know. Well, and I keep thinking, too, we took chairs out of the dining room, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. so that people would kind of be forced to be farther apart there, too. I mean, we've we've done a really good job, though, honestly, trying to think through I didn't what think we, we could. have no clue about. I didn't think we could, but we, we have. And, yeah. and uh, so everybody who's listening, thank you for your prayers, for yes. wisdom, because yes. that is really what we need. This morning, we'd like to paint a picture um, of another change and just kind of the impact. Um, It sounds kind of simple on the surface, but it's very complex. And that is when we met with, um, last week, we met with the uh, Shawnee County Emergency Management uh, leadership, uh, Dusty Nichols, as well as the mayor, um, in regards to how are we doing things here at the mission, how are they doing things on a countywide level and beyond, one of the things that uh, we weren't doing at that time is requiring that everybody wear a face mask. Mm-hmm. And so as that has been a CDC recommendation that we uh, everybody do that, uh, you are seeing a growing number of people doing it. We had people who were symptomatic that we said, please wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But not everybody. That's staff, guests, volunteers. And so after consulting with them, we decided to institute that. Mm-hmm. And so we um, found ourselves yesterday, uh, Monday, of um, making this official at the rescue mission that every guest, every volunteer, every staff member must wear a protective face covering. (laughs) Sounds pretty simple on the front end. I know when I was getting out of my car yesterday morning to come in to 
talked to the guests about this, and we invited all of our guests to come here. A couple of different meetings yesterday. Social distancing was observed mm-hmm. uh, in our big dining room area. I was putting on the mask, and I was thinking, wow, I never would have dreamed there would be a day that I would be doing this. And as I put on that mask and uh, walking into the mission and seeing everybody with masks on, it was a weird feeling. Yeah. It was yeah. just, a, it was kind of a level playing field. Everybody's got kind of <laughs> not the same kind of mask on, right. but you can't see really who's who right. and understand you can't see facial expressions. And there's almost kind of like an anonymity behind the mask now. Mm-hmm. So Miriam, Kim, wh- what did you experience yesterday? Well, I didn't get to attend the meeting, sir. Because I've just, just Mondays are always crazy with volunteers getting uh-huh. the schedule going. Um, but Josh came back and told me a little bit about it. And everyone is really accepting of it. But he said there were, I mean, it was more people than he thought would be there for the meetings. So um, I don't know what Miriam got from it because sure. you were not able to attend. So I was, I was astounded by the attendance, right? And it just really struck home for me how dependent these folks are on mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. how much they trust us, how much we are their connection to the bigger world mm-hmm. and how awful that must feel in some ways. You know, I'm, I'm sure they are grateful. I, I have no doubt they are grateful that they have somewhere safe to be, but I don't know. It was just, it was just a very powerful feeling to know that they were walking in there because they trust us and they needed information. Mm-hmm. Even though the information that we were about to give them was not going to be easy to hear. Because for all of us, putting on a mask is not necessarily the thing we want to do. They're hot. You feel confined. You don't feel like you can be yourself in the same way. You kind of get annoyed with it. It gets, you know, it's just not what you want to do. And we're not homeless. Right. You know? So to be experiencing um, homelessness and that kind of insecurity and then being told, oh, and by the way, you need to wear a mask all the time. Uh Another restriction, another thing that you don't get to do in life. And and when you already have very limited opportunities to get to do anything of freedom in life because you don't have the money, you don't have a place to live, a lot of things, to have one more thing that's removed from freedom. Mm-hmm. And we're all feeling that right now. Sure. I mean, sure. you know, it uh, just wherever, if you're sheltering in place in your home or frontline workers are having to go and burning the midnight oil of trying to stay awake, that would be us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just mm-hmm. getting very little sleep yeah. to try to help people stay alive. We've lost our freedoms. Mm-hmm. We have um, We've basically all come to realize that a foreign invader... Mm-hmm. Um, from inner space <laughs> has come and invaded our world and is taken away our ability to right. do what we've done before. So right. just be homeless and think about all that too. Mm-hmm. Last night I um, uh, got home fairly late and uh, was sitting um, in uh, the living room and felt sad. Mm-hmm. I just really felt sad. And I thought, man, I'm really tired, you know, cause this, uh, it's been weeks now and, uh, and that's probably part of it. But I just said, God, why, why am I feeling so sad? Because we've been doing things well, and we really haven't had any putty to put in isolation yet. Right. We're just thankful for that, you know. We've been working well with the hospitals and everybody. And uh, why am I sad? And, and then I uh, just really felt like he showed me a picture of what it's like for the folks who are staying at the mission. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just the picture I would like to paint here is that... Um, you know, many of our, especially females, have been abused in their lives. And um, when they come to the rescue mission, um, 
they're damaged. They're broken. And not just the females. The guys are too. Um, and life has been oppressive mm-hmm. to them. And just to think that um, now you have to stay apart from other people. You can't be any closer than six feet. Um, um, some have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be loved. You want to be hugged. You want to be reassured. You want to be, you want to be relational mm-hmm. to somebody, even though you don't trust anybody. You want somebody to prove to you that you're okay. Mm-hmm. And now it's so much harder for that to happen because you can't really be close to people. You can't really sit down um, across the table from somebody like you used to without possibly risking their life and yours. Mm-hmm. And, and to have all those things removed and taken away, and, um, and now because of the social distancing in a homeless shelter, now pretty much your spot is your bed. Right. That's your spot. Can't really be mingling around. You come into the dining room. You got to be far away from the next person sitting next to you. For those who are lining up outside for a meal, just to keep everybody safe, there has to be social distancing. You know, people just kind of really like to hang together. But right now, you can't hang together. And so, what we saw yesterday was some broken people that were coming to us and were saying, "We got one more thing you got to do. Mm-hmm. You got to put this thing on your face, and you got to get it up tight enough." so that it does any good. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our folks were struggling with that yesterday. Um, some have asthma. Mm-hmm. Um, some um, have been forced and held, held something over their face to choke them or to keep them quiet mm-hmm. or to cancel their life even. Mm-hmm. And they survived that. And just the thought of something coming up against my face to make it so that I cannot breathe well mm-hmm. is very traumatic. Thank God there was a doctor and a nurse in our mm-hmm. in our midst, just a volunteer doctor and a nurse mm-hmm. who I couldn't tell who they were because of the mask <laughs> on their face. Everybody looked the same. And uh, this nurse came up to me, just God bless her. She said, I'm a psychiatric nurse. I volunteer in the clinic. And uh, just let me know. I'd be willing to do some classes with some of your folks to help them to deal with the trauma that they've experienced, as well as the trauma of wearing a face mask. Isn't that beautiful, though? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. And and isn't it beautiful that God put that person in our midst right now? Right. Right? Right Right. at the right time when our folks need something like that so desperately. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a bleak kind of sad picture, and I think God wanted me to see it and feel it because that's what they're feeling so that we can do something about it. Yeah. You know, and I just feel bad. And, And if you're listening right now, I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to understand this is what people go through. Um, They can't get places now. Jobs have become scarce. Um, We've got food. Thank you. We've got a place that's safe. Thank you. We've got um, the ability to attempt to communicate the love of God. Mm -hmm. Thank you. But at the same time, um, we have got a big barrier and it's called coronavirus, between the ability to do things the way we've done them and the way that people need for them to be done. But the good news is this, we're still here. And we're going to figure out ways, just like the nurse showing up, that's going to help us to navigate through some things that we've never done before in a unique way. You know, another thing that was really made me joyful, too. So we had people sitting in that room that have so much experience with masks, right? And they're our guests. You know, the guests that said, you know, in my previous life, I 
dealt with all this hazmat stuff. And it's like, so in some ways, we are finding out really cool things about the people that we serve every day. Mm -hmm. And this gives them this opportunity to feel needed, mm-hmm. right? Because they were sharing great information, you know, and you know, have you thought about this? And have you thought about this? And it was very refreshing for me to kind of go, oh my goodness, no, we haven't thought about that. And be able to tell them, thank you so much, mm-hmm. right? So let them be part of the family, not mm-hmm. just that we dictate all of this, you know, or that whoever the authority is, is dictating all of this, but that they have a role that they can play in keeping us and all of the folks around them safe as well. And that, that's the Another value here is community. Um, a lot oh, of times yeah. uh, folks will come into a place like a homeless shelter and it's kind of them and us. Mm-hmm. You know, I need this. You need to do this mm-hmm. for me. Right. Okay, we'll do this for you. Follow the rules, that kind of thing. But when this hit, there's a silver lining here and it brought us more as a sense of community. And we've been mm-hmm. talking with each other about that. Right. So one, one of the guys yesterday, he says, here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to throw those masks away in any trash can. Uh-huh. We hadn't thought about that. No. So he says you need one trash can that's dedicated for the mass to throw them away when you when you throw them away. Yeah. And so, you know, that's community. Yes. That's working mm-hmm. together. And uh, and we've seen a, a peace yes. in the house, houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really have. We've just seen uh, just kind of this growing togetherness, even though we're apart. Right. Yeah. But what a great lesson for us, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that it has taken some of this to really help us embrace this community, yes. right? And and recognize that we are all in it together and that we're better together, right? Isn't That's that right. what we keep saying? Yeah. That right. we're better together. So to me, it's interesting how God works, mm-hmm. you know? And because we've been talking about this, needing to build this different kind of sense of community. Oh, well, we are now. We, <laughs> we got forced into it a little <laughs> bit, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. we're was, doing it. This wasn't yeah. on the multiple choice, I don't recall. <laughs> no, I don't think uh, so. No, not at all to get where we need to go. Well, um, Kim, just as before we close here, uh, volunteers are still needed um, yep. in different areas. They can get a hold of you. Go to our website, trm, trmonline.org. <laughs> Said that too many times, haven't I? <laughs> trm for Topeka Rescue Mission, online.org. Yep. Uh, what's the number they can call you at? Uh, you can call me at 730-8856. So 354-1744. And oh, an extension 393. 393? Yeah. Okay. That's our, our main number. Yep. That's the one that they may remember. Exactly. Um, <laughs> or I say too many numbers. <laughs> That's right. And so, and, and volunteers can bring their own masks. Correct. Um, or we will issue them a mask while they're volunteering here. Yes. Um, thank you for all of you who have been donating to us those masks. Um, some of uh, you have made masks. Thank you so much. They're really stylish, really. When, when we laid them out for our guests yesterday, they were just like, ooh, that was, I want one of those, you know. <laughs> and then for you who have donated financially, to us to be able to buy some surgical masks that we were able to get, which are hard to come by, um, to uh, to be able to get the finances to be able to get those. So we're going to go through a lot of them uh, mm-hmm. to keep everybody safe uh, as possible here. So um, thank you for being a supporter of the Topeka Rescue Mission always, and especially in a time like this when there is such great uncertainty in our world when you could be thinking about others other than those who are homeless and hungry and poor. Thank you for going beyond um, and joining with us. Um, Like we've said before, when you pray for us, when you share your resources with us, volunteering or financially, you're like fuel in our engine to be able to be on the front lines doing what we're doing. So thank you so much for joining our community, our mission. If you would like to learn more about the Topeka Rescue Mission, you go go to trmonline.org. 
T R M online.org. And you can give there. There's a give button, or you can uh, text to give to text uh, TRM give to 77977. We will join you again with more updates next week. God bless. <laughs>